0: You're listening to Play Callers, new episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Dem Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms.
1: Hello and welcome to Play Callers, episode 5. Going to be making these episodes for you every Saturday morning. We got an amazing college football slate today, not a cloud in the sky, and we're joined by defensive mastermind linebacker coach, Coach Ferguson. Coach Ferguson, how are you doing on this amazing Saturday morning?
2: I'm doing great, man. It's always good after a win. Excited for the college football slate today. Huge slate, man, and I appreciate you guys having me on. So glad to have you this week.
1: What was the mood last night after the big win?
2: Well, you know, we didn't play a completely sound game on defense. You know, our offense did a great job uh, producing. I think all in all, it's it's fun to get a win in front of a huge crowd, uh, especially that homecoming crowd. But, you know, there are definitely some things that we can fix moving forward. We got a huge gauntlet coming up in the next three games, you know. So, some things to fix, uh, but we, all in all, you know, excited. Always good to get a win. Always good to get a region win.
1: Yeah, what did it mean to have, like, the whole city of Auburn just backing all up the entire
2: game? It must have felt awesome. Man, it's it's incredible, you know, in, an, in a college town to have that kind of crowd turnout for a high school game. You know, I, I grew up here and just the community support here is uh, it's unmatched. Uh, you know, everybody talks about it when they come and play against us, how much we pack out the stadium and how loud the unit is. And just all in all, man, I'm, I'm very thankful to, to be in a place like Auburn. Yes, sir. Well, we're glad to have you in Auburn.
1: And I actually forgot to introduce my co-host, Max Mesman, Reese Kinder. Max, what kind of questions do you have for Coach Ferguson? Well, good morning, Coach. Um, Yeah, amazing win
0: last night, uh, homecoming night, you know, or the night before homecoming, I guess, before the dance. Um, How did the team – how do you feel like the team handled, like, all of the stuff surrounding it with, like, the pep rally during the day and then the homecoming celebration during halftime? How did the team, like, stay poised and focused throughout the game?
2: Yeah, I think our guys are very mature. You know, we talk about it as coaches. You know, we have a really good group out there. We don't really have to worry about uh, too many of them. You know, and homecoming is kind of tough for a coach. You know, you you have so many distractions and and it's good to be a part of, you know, the parade with the community and then the dance for you guys uh, tonight. You know, there's some things that we worry about, but I think overall our kids handle it really well. You know, I think our guys are very mature in what they do. And they they went out, you know, we kind of started off a little slow on defense, uh, got gashed a little bit early, but they, they responded and stepped up to the call that we gave them at halftime.
0: Yeah, and I, I just want to highlight some uh some great players on that you know linebacker position that you coach so well. Um, Wyatt Trexler coming into tonight's game or last night's game, excuse me, he was leading the team in tackles on the season with thirty five. And I would just want to ask, how much has a player like Wyatt improved and developed from where he was a year ago?
2: I mean, he's in- incredibly improved. You know, I talked to the guys last year. Clark and uh, Coleman told me, you know, that. He was going to be a really big player for us, and I believed him. You know, he's very smart. Uh, He watches a ton of film. He's just a student of the game, but also just plays his tail off. You know, he he played out of position um, these, these past two games with Ty being out. You know, he's playing at Mike, and I think he stepped up really well. You know, kind of got caught with his eyes in the wrong place last night a little bit but he he responded and and he's always going to give us 100% effort um he's a just all over the film room and he's just works really hard in the the weight room as well so he's a guy that I never have to worry about he's always going to be you know doing what he's supposed to do so you know he's all over the field obviously making all those tackles and and we're really really blessed to have Wyatt a part of our position group yes sir
0: an amazing player and I wanted to uh highlight just one more player for you real quick um number 40 Jace Williams he's really turned into like an all-out all, all out playmaker this year. He has a sack and an interception on the season. But I wanted to ask how important for the linebacker position as well as the defense as a whole, how important is it to get those like game-changing or like flip plays, uh, not only being able to make them, but also being able to make them with
2: consistency and like frequently to help the offense? Well, the, the importance of those plays can't be overstated. You know, I actually chart those plays really, really Friday night after the game. I come home and watch a little bit of film, just try to get some film work done before I roll into Saturday. And we call them havoc plays on defense. You know, those interceptions, quarterback hurries, sacks, tackles for loss, fumbles, all that good stuff. You know, that's something we do focus on as a staff. You know, we we're trying to create those havoc plays because once you create it um, in a drive, it's, you have a very good chance that that drive is going to go your way and you're going to get a stop. So we're at least looking for a, at least a couple of Havoc plays uh, per drive. And like you said, Jace has been a guy that's created a couple of those for us this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I really like the Havoc plays. Those are really important. And then also I wanted to ask, when it comes to the linebacker position, I feel like it's one of the most, like, cerebral positions as well hmm. as one of the most physical uh, with all the reads that the linebacker needs to make as well as call out. As well as you know the split second split second excuse me decisions that they have to make while the play is going on. I wanted to ask you know how important as well as challenging is that to coach a player, as well as how important is it like throughout the week to practice that, and how exactly do y'all
2: get that done? Well, I mean, it, it starts and finishes with the guys that we have. You know, we we are nothing without those guys, and they really take coaching really well. Everybody on our defense is very coachable. I think our position group. Um, is very, very coachable. We talked about Wyatt, talked about Jace, um, you know, D.J. Witcher and Andrew Hahn, Ty Hudson when he comes back. He's I mean, all those guys work really hard, and they're very coachable. And like you said, it's a cerebral position. You know, you're the quarterback of the defense. There's a lot going on that you've got to see. And it, it's just about focusing on our our job, trying to do our job. And, um, you know, anytime you see a linebacker make a mistake, it's usually because he has his eyes in the wrong spot or he's trying to do somebody else's job. And so yeah. just trying to get those guys focused on on what we need them to do individually in order for our whole defense to work uh, as a whole.
0: Yeah, and I wanted um for injuries as well. They can you see them a lot in football and I say at the linebacker position you, you can also be like very prevalent at the linebacker position. And I wanted to ask like what is the mentality when those unfortunate, uh, those unfortunate plays occur, is it just like next man up, or what exactly is that mentality that y'all have whenever that uh happens?
2: Well, it's definitely twofold. Uh, for us in that moment, it is you know next guy up, and then after the game, you know, uh, we got to talk to those guys, make sure that they're okay. Uh, obviously, this is a game that we're playing. You know, this isn't life or death for anybody out there, and, and we don't ever want to put anybody. In a position that they don't need to be in and so whenever those injuries do occur uh, like you said it happens often at the linebacker position you know we we want to care about about the player first and foremost man the the wins and losses that's going to come and go but it's it's really about the importance of, of keeping guys healthy and letting them have fun and play the games they love
0: yes sir i really like that and then uh my last question for you is uh not only are you the linebackers coach for the varsity team but you're also the defensive coordinator for the jv team which y'all been doing outstanding this year under your leadership i wanted to ask how awesome is it to be able to coach not only varsity but also the junior varsity boys and then what how exactly would you say those two coaching jobs help one another
2: well yeah like we our teams are combined and we all practice together and so you know it gives me an opportunity to see the younger guys see what we have uh where we need to, to develop more and kind of experiment and, and do some different things in our JV games. You know, we run the same things in our JV games on Monday that we're going to run on Friday night. You know, I just try to get those guys used to the fast pace and the the amount of calls that we have um, just so they're ready to roll. You know, so it, it's it's a blessing, man, at, to be a, at such a young age and, and given so much by this staff, by Coach Etheridge and Coach Goolsby. I, I have nothing but great things to say about both of those guys. They, they mean the, the world to me, and they've given me – a lot of opportunities, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful and very blessed.
0: Yes, sir. And now I'm going to send you to my other uh, co-host, Reese Kinder. Reese, what questions do you have for Coach Ferguson today?
3: Uh, good morning, Coach. Um, uh, great win last night. Um, so I heard you earlier say that uh, you weren't too impressed on uh, with things on defense last night. What weren't you impressed with? Well,
2: they, they kind of got us a little early. Uh, they're running a little GT concept, and – you know, kind of getting our eyes in the wrong spot. They were trying to influence us with the offensive line, and their quarterback's a great player. We, we knew that going into the game. Um, him and, and their their two running backs are really good players, and, you know, they kind of got us on some things there. Our guys at linebacker are really good at flowing, and they're very quick to the ball, so they're just kind of trying to false influence us with the O-line. And, you know, if we would have got our eyes in the right spot, those those plays wouldn't have been as big as they were. Um, but, you know, there's something that we can – you know, fix and handle after a win. It's a lot easier to to get get those things right after a win than it is a loss.
3: Yeah. Um so what are y'all gonna work on in practice this week going into a big Ramsey game uh, up in Birmingham?
2: That that Ramsey team's talented, man. That that quarterback yeah. is I mean he's gonna play at the next level and they've got some receivers that'll play at the next level as well. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be about doing our job and getting our eyes in the right spot. I truly believe that our guys are, are some of the best players in the state. If they do their job, you know, if we try to do everybody else's job, that's kind of when we get ourselves in trouble. But when we get on our our eyes on our key and and really focus on what our job is, I mean, that that group
3: is dangerous. I'll tell you that. Uh, How do you like your linebacker room? You know, we got a lot of linebackers on this team and a very good linebacker. How is this linebacker room settling? Oh, man,
2: they're they're great. Like I said before, man, they're they're very coachable. Um, I'm, I'm very thankful to be a part of that group. You know, Coach Gouldsby and I are both uh, doing it together and also Coach Smith. And so just getting to collaborate with those guys and uh, coachable is the the main thing, you know, and they work hard, I mean, in everything that they do on and off the field. So we don't have any problems that we have to focus on off the field, which really, really helps us just focus on the little things as as a coaching staff.
3: Uh, And my my last question is, um, so what's your relationship with all the coaches on the team? Like, I know you guys are – you guys probably hang out with each other on the weekends sometimes, and also you guys are in practice together. Just what's the relationship with all these coaches?
2: Yeah, thankfully I've known a, a good amount of our staff for for a long time. Growing up here, um, you know, Coach Goolsbee, Coach Bagwell, Coach Johnson, uh, Coach Kitchens. I, I've known these guys for a while, and so that's it's fun to be be around those guys. Still, you know, as a student before, and then coming back as a coach has been great. And then all these guys that came in with Coach Etheridge, man, we we gel really well. Those are great guys, and we all have—we all hold the same values, you know. So it's—it's it's easy um, to get along with those guys. And then, like Coach Hall has become one of my one of my best friends in the world. We we have a great time just talking ball, and you know, just really enjoying life together. Thanks, Coach. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, we see it in our uh, documentary on HS Mass Media that, you, that y'all are such a close knit group—the players and the coaches. And I want to ask you—I asked Coach. Episode one actually what is your relationship with the players do you try to be more of a mentor or more of like a stern guy like do this do this like what is your mentality on your relationship with your players
2: yeah I, I wouldn't say I'm the most stern person in the world uh, that's just not my personality um you know I'm not gonna try to be all buddy buddy with them but I'm also gonna pick them up when they're down that kind of thing so just just balancing that out you know and, and that is tough as a young guy I, I mean I'm only 22 years old. I'm four years older than some of the guys on the team, you know. So yeah, um, it, it's a different, it's interest interesting position to be in. But I'm, you know, very thankful for them. I I don't really go out there and try to be stern and, and demand respect or anything like that. I try to build the relationship first with those guys, and I think we've uh, we've done a good job of just coming together and understanding where I'm coming from. And and nobody really on the team has really bucked that. So I'm I'm very very thankful for that
1: yeah you talked about uh coach smith a little bit earlier he actually called you one of the best young coach so what is your um like relationship with coach smith how close are
2: y'all oh we're, we're very close he's actually my next door neighbor he lives right across <laughs> the street from me and so uh it, i mean coach smith works really hard with our linebackers and, and also with our special teams he does a great job and I, i'm thankful for those words man i it, they mean a lot to me, but I, I, I try to just, you know, stay focused on, on the little things every single day and just being a better coach and being a better husband, a, a better everything each and every day, man.
4: That's awesome. Yes,
1: That's really special. Um, so I have one last question. We usually ask this every single week when we interview a coach. from. Them. What does the city of Auburn mean to you specifically?
2: Yeah, man, I, I, I moved here uh, going into the sixth grade. Um, so I, I've been here for a little over a decade now. I spent some time at Troy as a student coach there and but uh ultimately decided to come back home. Uh Coach Goolsby gave me a great opportunity here that I really wanted to be a part of. Um I mean Auburn means the world to me. I uh when I moved here it was kind of a difficult situation with, with me and my family. I just I, I grew up in a really small town and so I wasn't used to the to the big city life in, in a way, you know, I wasn't ready for um, all the all those kids in my class, you know, but I'm very thankful for Auburn. You know, I, I think it's it's a perfect representation. As you, you get out, what you put in, and and if you love Auburn, it's definitely going to love you back.
1: Yes, sir. Well, we're super glad to have you in Auburn right now, and we hope you never leave. Oh, well, I appreciate nice. that, man. All right, Max Reese, do y'all have any more questions for Coach Ferguson this morning? No, sir. But
0: thank you, Coach. I mean, that, that's you know, that's some. Real words spoken from the heart. You know, we heard that from um, Coach Cadillac, remember, last year, Auburn University. He's also, like, an Auburn man. And Coach Oliver, as well as all the coaches, we asked that question. You know, like, if you all love Auburn, Auburn will love you back. You know, as somebody who's always lived in Auburn as well, basically, all my life, I can guarantee those words
3: are facts as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't have other uh, questions, uh, but, yeah, Auburn's an amazing place.
1: All right, well, if we're all good, um, Coach Ferguson, is there anything you want to say to the fans or anything? No,
2: I mean, I I appreciate you guys. I appreciate y'all letting me come on today. Y'all keep chasing the dream that you guys have. Keep working at it. You know, I know it's tough to get on here and and record your voice and put it out for everybody to hear. I kind of did a podcast back when I was in high school, and so I'm I'm proud of you guys, proud of what y'all are doing. If y'all ever need anything from me, man, just please reach out, and I'll be glad to help you out. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you
1: so much. Well, that's going to do it for Play Cards. We specifically thank Coach Ferguson for joining us this Saturday morning, and we hope you have a great weekend. And we wish you all luck against Ramsey next Friday. Appreciate it, guys.
2: Thank you all so much. Thank you Thanks so much, you.
0: Coach. Don't go away, anybody, because actually we still have uh, sideline interviews. Reese, I know you got some uh, during the game last night. Who exactly did you interview, and what will be we be listening to in a second?
3: Uh, We will be listening to interviews from Keontae Scott, Uh, he plays for the university team, and we'll also be listening to homecoming queen, Trinity Pritchett, and we will be listening to Coach Etheridge at halftime and postgame, and Coach Smith at halftime, so I hope you enjoy. I'm
5: here with uh, DB for Auburn University, Keontae Scott. Uh, Sadly, he uh, was injured, he got injured and he's out for the season with an ankle injury, uh, Keontae, what's uh, what's some motivation going into next season for um, for being on this ankle injury and um, uh, how are you going to bounce back?
6: Uh, it's just exciting, you know, to not have a timetable on an injury and, and, and just basically be all on me and, and how I progress. So it's just exciting to be able to, you know, challenge myself mentally, physically, and spiritually on... How I handle my treatment and how I go about things throughout this process. So I'm just excited, and I can't I can't wait to get back out there.
5: Oh uh, yeah, tell me uh, tell me how Coach Freeze is uh, done in practice and uh, how good of a guy he is.
6: Yeah, Coach Freeze has done a good job with the program, man. I mean, since the first day he got there, he's worked to gain our trust and build connections, and he's definitely done that. I mean, we all and really enjoy him as a head coach, and we we're glad he's our leader.
5: Uh, what are you telling these, uh, these younger guys that are just coming into the program or they're getting recruited by the program? Uh, what are you telling them like on you know, the group chats or uh, messages that you guys have? Uh, what are you telling them, like motivation for uh, next season if they ever decide
6: to commit or uh, come to Auburn? Uh, Just to keep going. You know, you go from a situation where, you know, you're highly recruited and highly rated, and you go to a situation where you're in a room full of guys that were just, you know, as recruited as highly as you. So it's just a situation where it's just a humbling experience. And for them to just don't lose lose pride and don't lose their their confidence because when their time comes, it's you to be ready. Uh,
5: Thanks for the interview, and um, I I hope you
6: uh, recover soon. Uh, I'm
5: expecting a full recovery and uh,
4: hope to see you next season. Hey coach. Coach, I got uh, two quick questions. Yeah.
5: Um, how do you think the offense did in the first half?
4: I think we look good offensively. You know, we still gotta we got finish drives. You know, got two good field goals right there at the end. You know, I'd like to end it with touchdowns, but we'll take Towns kicking some field goals. Yeah.
5: Uh, what are y'all gonna do to, in the second half to improve the the offense and uh, maybe? Uh, run this game, uh, run Percy Julian out of town.
4: Well, we just gotta, we gotta continue playing good defense. They got us on back, some weak side counter stuff that we gotta, we gotta fix. Uh, so, you know, as soon as we fix that stuff, we should be okay. All right, thanks, coach. See you at the end of the game. Appreciate you, uh, How do you feel the special teams did in the first half?
6: Well, I feel like we played
5: pretty good. You know, um, just going four speed. Yeah. That's that's the only thing right now. Sometimes you, you don't want to
6: slow down to your opponent. You keep four speed. Keep the basic fundamentals and just just keep playing.
5: Uh, in the second half, uh, when you know when we get stopped on the like third and longs, are we looking to see Towns maybe kick uh, some long field goals possibly if we're in a field goal position? Well, we've been trying to, so we just got the opportunity just got to come, you know. If it presents itself, then we'll go from there. So. All right. Thanks, sir. It's a good possibility. All right, thanks, Coach. Uh, have a good so second cool. half. I'm here with Trinity Pritchett, uh, homecoming queen. Uh, how does it feel to become a homecoming queen this year?
2: It honestly feels amazing. I'm just so glad that I had all this support. Um, I just want to thank everybody. Uh,
5: what's your What's your emotions right now, uh, especially with your family being here and everybody just supporting you and um, everybody loves you?
2: I was definitely overwhelmed at the beginning, but now I just feel so loved and I'm just so excited.
5: Uh, what's, a, what's a few big moments that led up to this uh, amazing moment uh, this year?
2: Honestly, I would say all of my friends like supporting me and encouraging me and telling me I could do it. So that really helps. Uh,
5: thanks for the interview.
2: Thank you so much.
5: Uh coach good win for uh, homecoming uh, a yeah. lot of, a lot of people in the stands tonight uh, auburn crowd really showed out uh, yeah. how do, how do you feel like you guys did this game
4: i think we did well you know we didn't turn the ball over played yeah. well you know uh had some good, you know had had, some, had a lot of guys touch the ball you know just super excited about this win
5: yeah um if you watched AHS countdown um Tonight, I predicted that uh, we would throw the ball long, and that's what you guys did. I was really hoping to see uh, some deep passes thrown, uh, and uh, I just wanted to see the receivers get some action.
4: Yeah, they did. They got a lot of action tonight. Ian yeah. Nation made some big catches. Uh, Henry put it out there, let him go get it. You yeah. know, uh, and we're we're getting better and better at, at that. You know, I think that uh, in the next few weeks you'll see that even get better. And you know, we got a we got a big stretch right here, yeah. four, three or four games that are are some tough ones. So we got to we got to put our nose to the grindstone just get better yeah. every week.
5: Well, I know uh, I know the quarterback situation, you know, um, with uh, Jackson getting injured and all that. Um, I know these two games are really helpful, especially playing uh, Percy, Julian, and Jag. Um, to get the quarterback some experience, uh, what, what is that like for some of these young guys?
4: Well, uh, the young guys did, did good. Both the 10th graders played, and I think uh, – uh, Dooley came in at the end And put it on the knee for us And, and uh, I think that uh, Henry played great You know He's getting better Better th- Recognizing defenses And throwing the ball You know But it ain't his first rodeo He's played wow. before He knows what he's doing So uh, He's he's a You know Division one athlete So You know He's going <laughs> He's going he's to make plays When he's in there
5: uh, How do you feel like Your defense did tonight You know played uh, great 13, 13 points only given up And you know yeah. Last week Zero points given up That's that's two good weeks in a row Just yeah. uh, holding uh, teams to low scoring uh, Yeah We've,
4: we've played great defensively all year so we just got to continue to do that we got to continue to do that and just keep keep grinding
5: uh good luck coach Uh, thank you can't wait to see you in the central bank. thank you buddy
4: appreciate it i'm here with uh running back ian
5: nation uh ian how do you feel like you did tonight wide receiver wide receiver my bad my bad uh how do you feel like you did tonight Uh, i did good for the touches that i got um i just want my guys to see tonight and that's what they did uh you know yeah that's what that's what i was talking about with uh coach you know, I wanted to see the receivers get more involved, and I'm, I was glad to see you get involved in the game. And uh, these deep balls, very good passes by the quarterback. Uh, how do you like uh, the quarterback situation uh, here? Uh, I feel like Henry has adjusted really well for his, like, first time being out here for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's just getting better at reading defenses and making better passes. Uh, thanks, Ian.
0: All right. Wow, those were some really good interviews Reese. Great job getting them. And now that's going to do it for Play callers Episode 5. Be sure to, you know, rate the show five stars. You know, follow up if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, and then come back next week where we got a great show for you with Coach Jeremiah Kitchens.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at three thirty p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tigers End where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.